Good morning, good morning, rise and shine, guys. It is absolutely an incredible day. It's Wise and Wednesday. Let me know if you can hear me because guess what? I'm still traveling. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. Let's see those keys and let's see those hearts. Let's see those keys and let's see those hearts. Those keys are because God desires to give us the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever we bind in earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever we loose in earth will be loose in heaven. Those hearts are because we are experiencing the unconditional love of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And there is nothing that anyone can do about it. I am so excited. Good morning to my husband. Good morning to my key team. You guys are absolutely phenomenal. I thank God for each and every last one of you. Our international family is chiming in. Good morning to you. Let me know where you are listening and from. Let me know where you're listening in from. So if I just so happen to glance down and see your city and state, I'll go ahead and give you a shout out with your name. I'm so excited for what the Lord is going to do in this place on today on YouTube land and Facebook land. Listen, let me tell you something. I'm, I'm, I'm convinced, y'all. Listen, listen, I am convinced that um, Gail Grantham <laughs> is just as radical as I am for the things of God because um, she knows as well as I know that um, we didn't get into bed to after 2 a.m. <laughs> we did not sleep. We did not sleep until after 2. She knows. I was on the phone with her this morning, probably like 2 a.m. So I already know, you know, that... She, She's just as radical as I am. I think we're on like, what, like an hour of rest? I don't know. But she's just as um radical for Christ <laughs> as I am. Good morning, Latrice Patterson from New Haven, Connecticut. Good morning to you. And thanks for listening and joining us here. Katrina Jones-Harris is listening from Alabama, Georgia. Good morning to Albany, Albany, Georgia. Good morning to you. And Tyreka is listening from Tallahassee, Florida. Uh, Mikey team is absolutely phenomenal. Listen, if you are um, wanting to know what the, what, what key paramounts, um, you know, like the summation of certain things, Stephanie McAllister is absolutely great. She, summar she, she sums everything up that I say, and um, you just read like her comments and, you know, she has like these different posts that sums up everything that I say, you know, these key moments to empower your life with Christ are absolutely amazing. Miss Shay um, and Miosha, they will put the scripture up. A lot of you say, well, where are we coming from? You know, look for Miss Shay or Miosha um, and you will see exactly where we're coming from as it pertains to scripture. I'm so excited that you guys are here. Uh, Tampa, Florida is listening. Good morning to you. I'm so grateful that you are here and listening on this wonderful, wonderful morning. For this is the day that the Lord has made. We're going to rejoice and be glad in it. Let's say the name Jesus all up and down the timeline um, because it's at his name that every knee shall bow and every tongue must confess that our Lord, he is God, right? Kimberly Robinson from North Carolina, traveling mercy to you. I know you're on your way to work. Um, let's say his name Jesus and we're going to go into prayer and I'm going to do my very best. Now, I said my very best. I'm not making no promises. But I'm going to do my very best to try to, um, you know, to try to really get into what the Holy Spirit of God is saying today because it is Wisdom Wednesday. And I'm going to try not to preach, but let me tell you something. Can I tell you, let me just say this. Um, yeah, when I was up studying, uh, you, you know, the whole, let me, let's pray. And then, and then I'm going to go into... Um, what happened this morning when I woke up? I mean, cause, because like literally as soon as my foot, not feet, but foot, like my other foot didn't even hit the ground yet. <laughs> didn't even hit the, didn't even hit the, the flow. And the Holy Spirit of God, like bang, as soon as I wake up, he starts speaking to me and it was absolutely phenomenal what he said to me, and I can't wait to share it to you. So as we're saying the name Jesus all up and down the timeline, um, absolutely. <laughs> Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we glorify you. We bless your holy name and we thank you for being who you are because there is no God like you and there could never be another God like you. You are the sovereign God, the God of all gods, the Lord of all lords. We thank you for being who you are in our life. 
And we thank you for these moments that you have allowed us to come together from near and far, from different continents, coming together as one body. We thank you and we glorify you, Father. We unify the ear of Kipalman. We, we, in, we unify in the mighty name of Jesus, uh, the ear of key empowerment in the name of Jesus. We glorify you that we have one mind. We glorify you, Father, that we are on one accord. We glorify you, Father, for the sound that you are releasing through the airwaves, through these live audio broadcasts. For you say, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the spirit of the Lord God is saying to the church. And so now we thank you for the unification of this church here in this realm that you have established. And we thank you in Jesus' mighty, wonderful name. Amen and amen. So, um, so go with me. Oh, Lord, help me today with this message. I promise y'all. <laughs> he, he messed me up. No, he did. He wrecked me this morning because that's what he does. 2 Corinthians 5.17. I first want to go to 2 Corinthians the fifth chapter and the 17th verse um, for the sake of time and trying to get everything together here of what the Holy Spirit of God has said um, this morning. It, 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 you got to have your pen and paper on Wisdom Wednesday. I'm so excited until I want to shout and preach, but I'm going to try not to do that. First, uh, Second Corinthians 5.17. Let's go there. Second Corinthians 517. It's a very familiar passage of scripture, uh, but he really gave me something this morning that absolutely blew my mind. Uh, and I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible. Good morning, Mother Gwen. It says, therefore, if, I need for someone to type that word, if, I-F, type that word, I-F. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Good, googly, muggly, Holy Ghost. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. As simple as this verse is, there is a profoundness to it. Not that any other scripture in the word of God or any other verse in the word of God is not profound. But there is a profoundness found in this Bible verse that changes the trajectory of your walk with Christ. It literally compels and catapults at the same time. And so because of this, uh, we have to grasp the fullness of what the Holy Spirit of God is saying today. And so this morning... As I opened up my eyes, absolutely, oh God, somebody do me a favor and put type in God is prophetic. Please put that in. God is prophetic. This morning, as I begin to open my eyes, right, the Holy Spirit of God says, I need for my people to unlearn something so that the prophecies in their life can be fulfilled. What? I need for them to unlearn something uh, because there are prophecies in your life that must come to pass. And because you have these prophetic words from God's holy prophets that have been released into the atmosphere that must come to pass, uh, you have to unlearn some stuff. Because the Holy Spirit of God, he said something to me that absolutely blew my mind. He said, the way people think are holding up their prophecy. What? He said, he said, Kenya, I need you to understand something. He said, what has happened in the body of Christ is that we're so focused on the false prophets. And God in heaven. Today. He said, I, I want you to, I want you to know something, Kenya. He said, he said, people create false prophets. And they don't even know they create false prophets because they have creative DNA. Because I am a creator. And because I am a creator and I made them in the image and likeness of who I am, that means there is a gene in them to create. And because there is a gene in them to create, the lack of understanding and what they've learned has caused them to create false prophets. 
And I began to scratch my, my head this morning. And I was like, what you say, Holy Ghost? He said, Kenya, I need you to talk to my people because they, in order for what has been spoken over their life to be fulfilled, they have to unlearn something because they have learned an unhealthy behavior when it comes down to who they are. And because they have learned an unhealthy behavior and have an unhealthy understanding of who they are, then they can operate and walk into who they are. And so as I begin to, you know, it caught my attention this morning because he's speaking to me from a realm that I didn't even ask to be in. He just, boom, just like that. So he said to me, he said, you have to learn who you're not to become who you are. What? You have to learn who you're not to become who you are. Because what has happened is, as children of God, we have learned that we are to be a specific kind of way based upon what we don't know, based upon what we heard, but we don't know it. And because we don't know it, we have to unlearn what we believe. And so the spirit of the Lord God really began to... He, he began to really mess me up. And he said, see, Kenya, you have to understand that you have to unlearn yourself to know yourself. And so when he took me to 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter and the 17th verse, it blew my mind because I'm going to read it again because the enemy is so subtle and he's so subtle that if we are not discerning, and this is why the Bible says that God, you know, the word of God, not one jot or tittle of his word will fall to the ground because you have to understand the importance of every word, every jot, every tittle, every number, everything in the word of God speaks significantly to your future. It speaks significantly to the fulfillment of prophecy over your life. But because you don't understand it or know it or you've missed it, then what happens is we create falsehood in our life. Because what happens is, is that when the word doesn't manifest, then we say the prophet was false. When indeed the prophet was, wasn't false, there was a lack of understanding that you didn't understand. And so now uh, when the spirit of the Lord God uh, took me to 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter and the 17th verse this morning, he blew my absolute mind. And now I've heard it, but the way he spoke it to me this morning, it took me on a whole nother journey with him. So I want to read it one more time because, because I have to. So I'm going to read it one more time. It says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Now, now, yeah, you have to understand something about this. I want to go to, um, go with me to 2 Corinthians, the 14th chapter and the 20, 1 Corinthians, the 14th chapter and the 22nd verse. I want to go there for just a minute because I have to, I have to show you scripture because if I don't show you scripture, then what, what good is my voice? <laughs> I have no power. All right. So 1 Corinthians, the 14th chapter and the 22nd verse. Watch what it says on this Wisdom Wednesday. It says, Wherefore, and we're speaking here about the gift of tongues, because you have to understand the church of Corinth was, was crazy. They, was, they thought that they were more holy than some because some spoke in tongues and others didn't. And it was a big chaotic scene going on there. So part of the company had to set the record straight. So anyway, what happens is uh, they begin to run with their giftings. And they thought that because they were gifted, that they were, in other words, uh, more important than those who did not have the giftings that they had. In other words, they, they extorted their giftings. They begin to exalt themselves in their giftings. That's another topic within itself. Watch what the Bible says here in second and first Corinthians, the 14th chapter and the 22nd verse. It says, wherefore tongues are for a sign, not to them that believe, but to them that believe not. Watch this now. But prophesying serveth not for them that believe not but for them which believe. Let me read it from another interpretation so you won't think I'm making up stuff. Let me, let me read it. Let me read it from, from the NIV so that you will understand what the Bible says here. Tongues then are a sign 
not for believers, but for unbelievers. Watch what the Bible says. Prophecy, however, is not for the unbelievers, but for believers. What? Why? Why, why, why are they with this? Well, if you go to Ephesians, the fourth chapter, you will read for the edification of the church. Watch this. And the spirit of the Lord God began to minister to me. And he said, there are going to be a lot of unfulfilled prophecies in the grave. What? The grave is going to speak because unfulfilled prophecies were withheld from being fulfilled in the earthly realm. And as I begin to ask the Holy Spirit of God, I said, how, God, do we stop creating What's not accurate? Lord have mercy. How, how do we stop doing that? How, how, can we, how can we stop creating what's not accurate? Because uh, in order for us to stop creating what's not accurate, then we have to change something in our mind, in our spirit. As I begin to look at 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter, and I want to go there again. And y'all probably think I'm going around the mulberry bush, but I'm not because I have to really hone in on this. Because what has happened to the body of Christ, I said the body of Christ, not the church. There's a whole different, there is a whole different definition here and a whole nother revelation as it pertains to that. But it's okay. What has happened to the kingdom of God, because remember now, the body of Christ, when the body of Christ, when, the, when, when a body turns on itself, there is an autoimmune deficiency in the blood. And there is no autoimmune deficiency in the blood of Christ. There is none. There is no autoimmune deficiency in the body of, in the blood of Jesus. So therefore, because it, when the body turns on the body or fights the body, there is an autoimmune deficiency in the blood. And there is no autoimmune deficiency in the blood of Jesus. God, y'all gonna get this. So now I had to go ahead and just release that. Just to, <laughs> watch it. Because I'm prophetic. And so because I am God's prophet, he called me so to be. Uh, even when I didn't want to be, <laughs> I can't help it. It's who God created me to be. It's how my mind thinks, right? And so now I can't stand to hear people say, the church is fighting the church. No, you're right. The body, the blood of Jesus does not have an autoimmune deficiency. It don't, it don't, it, it doesn't, it doesn't have an autoimmune deficiency. That's a whole nother teaching within itself. Let's go to 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter and the 17th verse one more time. I love Wiseman Wednesdays too, Miosha. It says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Which means that, watch this. If all things are passed away, how you're Thinking is not accurate. Oh, God. Lord, have mercy. It's not accurate. How you're thinking about yourself is not accurate. What has happened is there has been a contamination in your thoughts. Lord, have mercy. The reason why I said it's like a crossbreed. A crossbreed are two kinds of DNAs that have mixed together to create something that did not exist. Listen to me. There is a cross breed in your DNA. Why? Because the old man wants to control the new man and the new man is fighting with the old man. Listen to me. If prophecy is for the, for, for the believers, then the old man cannot receive a prophecy, but the new man can receive a prophecy. The old man cannot begin to allow its mind to think, to fulfill prophecy. It can't tap into that realm. But the new man, the new man, this is why the Bible says, if you are, if, if watch this, it, it, therefore, if any man be in Christ, all things are passed away, which means that there is a brand new DNA that begins to happen in your life. So the way you used to think no longer exists but because there is a cross-contamination in thoughts, what has happened is the prophecies that the Spirit of God has spoken over your life through his holy vessels have now been contaminated with the old man. Y'all going to be all right. God in heaven. It, is, it, is, it, has been, it has been a contamination 
in the realm of the spirit. And so now your own mind can't grasp what has been released for the believer. Watch this. And I want to talk to you for just a minute. I know it sounds a little bit different, but it's okay because the Holy Spirit of God needs you to get this. There are two, there is a word that has, that has been overlooked. I don't want to say misunderstood. I want to say overlooked. It has been overlooked. Watch this. It has been overlooked because of the cross-contamination, which then begins to delay prophecy. Because remember, the old man cannot walk into a prophetic word. It, it cannot be. Why? Because we read that prophecy is for the believers. Lord have mercy. Which means that the way you think is holding up your prophecy because the cross-contamination of the old mind and the new mind has now upheld what needs to manifest because now there is a wrestling for territory in the realm of the spirit because now your old mind wants to continue thinking the way it used to think when the spirit of the Lord God said, all things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. So now what you learned in the old mind has to be unlearned to grasp the new mind. Am I making sense? No. <laughs> Watch this now. But I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm getting ready to go there, Desiree. Hold on for one minute. This is this is definitely. Watch now. The way my the way God has me is different. Watch this. When you don't know who you are, you act like who you think you are. What? When you don't know who you are, you will act like who you think you are. So when you don't know who you are, you act like who you think you are. This is why we have to put away the way we used to think. Here are the two words. Watch this. There are two words that are listed here in 2 Corinthians 20, uh, 5th chapter and the 17th verse. That's going to absolutely blow your mind when you begin to listen to it by the Holy Spirit of God. Watch this. <laughs> you ready? Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. This word if, I-F, is so small that it has, it has not confounded the wise. It's so small. See, it, 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 God takes the simple things to confound the wise. It has been so overlooked until it could not do its job to confound the wisdom of your old man, the mind of your old man, and your old man. And so now this two word, this one word, if, watch this now. If is an it introduces a conditional clause. Oh Lord have mercy. It then begins to introduce a conditional clause. If is one of the most important words in the Bible. Because it speaks directly to our responsibility to God. If, this word if, this one little word if has been overlooked because somebody then told us in Deuteronomy, and it's, it's, it is what it is, and, it, and it's true, in Deuteronomy, and I want you to read it, in Deuteronomy 18 and 22, that the marks of a true prophet is that when they speak and the words of God comes to pass. But this is not speaking about a conditional prophecy. You see, personal prophecy is conditional. Listen to me. We've heard it, but we haven't applied it. And because we don't understand the, the, the profoundness of the condition, we don't, we don't understand the responsibility that we have. See, we have misunderstood the realms of prophecy. And so what has happened is, is the particular prophecy that's spoken or the particular requirements for prophecy that is spoken in the word of God, in the context of Deuteronomy, the 18th chapter, the 22nd verse, it's not talking about a personal prophecy. This is why when a prophet of God speaks over your life, it, it, these are certain, it, I'm telling you, this is going to absolutely blow your mind. Watch what the Bible says here in verse 18, in, in verse 17 of chapter 5. Watch it. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Watch this. I need you to hear this by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. Therefore, and you'll find this in any text of scripture that it, 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 I read it in the NIV. It says if to, if any man be in Christ, which means that 
if any man be in Christ, which means that there is a responsibility that we have to God to be in Christ. Remember now, prophecy is for the believers. And when you receive a personal prophecy over your life, it comes with conditions, but you cannot apply it to Deuteronomy, the 18th chapter and the 22nd verse, because those are two different realms of prophecy, two different realms of prophecy. We're talking about the unfulfilled prophecies that God does not want to go to the grave to speak from the grave because you don't understand your responsibility. Oh, God in heaven. Because what has happened is, is we have listened to the, to the words of God's holy prophets and we have now become, and y'all going to be all right, from a lack of understanding, we have become lazy in understanding the scriptures as it applies to prophecy. And so now when a prophet speaks over our life, a holy man or woman of God, because we have not, we don't have the understanding that personal prophecies are really conditional. What happens is we sit around and wait for personal prophecy to be fulfilled when we're using the, the word of God that's been spoken or the prophetic word that has been spoken out of God's holy prophets out of context. Because now we're taking a personal prophecy and we're mixing it with the prophecy that's not personal. And, and so you have to understand prophecy. And when you don't understand prophecy, you'll be sitting around twiddling your thumbs over a, prof over a prophetic personal word. You won't, you won't understand your responsibility and your conditions. Watch this. <laughs> oh God, this is going to be so good. Watch this now. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he what? Is a new creature, which means that your responsibility, this word, if now is a powerful word. It's mentioned over 500 times in the Bible. This, this word, if <laughs> it is, it is. Remember now this word, if see most of the promises in the Bible have conditions like your personal prophecy, right? So what happens is we call false prophets false because now we don't understand our conditions. Uh-oh, what you say, Holy Ghost? Now because the, the personal prophecy hasn't been fulfilled over your life because now you've used Deuteronomy out of context. The word can't be fulfilled because now you think because the prophet spoke it, it's just supposed to manifest when it, when it, when, watch this, when it's a personal prophecy. Y'all going to be all right. So now what has happened is this word, if this word, if this word, if this is why the Bible said, if you be a decree, uh, if therefore, if, if my, uh, any man be in Christ, he is a new creature because what has happened is the conditions in which your responsibilities are released to God determines you as a new creature. Okay which is able to receive the prophecy to manifest in your life because now you understand the difference. The old mind can't get this, but the new mind, based upon your responsibility to God, understands that personal prophecy is conditional and there are some things that I need to do for it to manifest in my life so I won't create false prophets from God's authentic prophets. Okay. Let's go here. Let's watch this now. I want to go to 2 Chronicles 7 and 14. I have to do this. I have, I have to do this because if I don't do this, see y'all, y'all running around, you're quoting the scriptures, but 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 and it's nothing wrong with it because this is why you have to let this mind that was in Christ Jesus also be in you. Because the mind that was in Christ Jesus that needs to be in you is capable. Under, understands this word if. As a matter of fact, let's go to Matthew, the fourth chapter. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Let, I want to go to Matthew, the fourth chapter. Go with me to Matthew, the fourth chapter. Because you need to understand Matthew, the fourth chapter. Let, let's go here. I love Wisdom Wednesdays. This word if is so important. And it's so powerful. Remember now, if now, this word if. It then is an introduction to a conditional clause. Watch this. This is why the Bible says, if, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. If 
any man be in Christ. He is a new creature. If, which means that if you are a new creature, you become a new creature, it comes with conditions. You cannot... Let me go, let me go back here. Pin, 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 2 Corinthians 5 and 14. Let's go back to... Pin Matthew, the fourth chapter. Let's go back to 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, if, it, if, just because you, y'all gonna be all right, just because you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior doesn't mean you're going to heaven. What? What did you say? Jesus, the Holy Ghost? What What did you say? What What happened? It don't mean you're going to, just because you believe, just because you've accepted, y'all going to be all right. See, personal prophecy is conditional. This is why if you be in Christ, watch this, you are a new creature. You, you, if, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is present tense, a new creature. Why? Because based upon my responsibility to God, I then transform into a new creature. Y'all going to be all right. I, I, I transform into a new creature because my mind now is renewed. My life becomes transformed. Watch it. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. I'm going to tell you how powerful this word is. Matthew chapter 4. Watch this. Let me show you how powerful this word is. Jesus was in the wilderness. And the enemy understood the power of, these, of this little word, if two alphabets coming into agreement. You got to understand the prophetic nature of this word. Two alphabets coming into agreement. This word, if. Watch this. The enemy then goes up to Jesus and he says, if thou be the son of God. <laughs> Watch this. Then he goes again and says, here it is again. Jesus didn't fall for it. Then he said, if again, thou be the son of God. In other words, watch this. This word, if, it is an introduction to a conditional clause. Watch this. It also has the ability, listen to what it is. It also has the ability and may be used to indicate doubt or uncertainty. This is why when a personal prophecy is spoken over your life, the enemy will say if in your spirit, because now you have not allowed your mind to be received. You haven't allowed the mind of Christ to be in you. You have now and you are now wrestling with the old man because the old man says if, but the new man receives the prophecy. God in heaven today. The new man receives the prophecy and understands that it is personal and there are some things and responsibilities that I have to do for the fulfillment of what's been spoken over my word. This is why I said there's been a cross-contamination and the enemy knows this because what has happened is the enemy will speak in your spirit and begin to say, well, if, if God is God, why the word is not prophesied, the word is not manifested. That must be a false prophet. He begins to speak to you. So, so I had enough audacity. I said, wait a minute. I said, I said, Lord, I said, I, I did. I went back to the beginning of the book because you know how I am. And everybody who's been following me know everything. All of the Bible is wrapped up in Genesis. I wouldn't care what anybody say. The Genesis begins to unfold the rest of the Bible. You can, you can go back to the beginning and the first chapter and it will unfold the whole Bible. I'm just, I'm just being honest. It is what it is. Old and, and then it, it, when, the old, when the New Testament is revealed, when the Old Testament is revealed in the New Testament, you can still find it in Genesis. I wouldn't care what nobody say. And so now what has happened is, is that I looked at one, in the Garden of Eden. <laughs> Lord have mercy on my soul. Okay. God began to speak prophetically over their life, Adam and woman in the garden. Because remember now, that's a whole nother topic within itself. And when I begin to read and look at this, I said, God, I said, um, um, the enemy never used the word if with woman. Why? Why didn't he not use this word if? 
And the Lord spoke to me and the Holy Ghost spoke to me. He said, because Kenya, when you are not wrestling with your decision and your decision is made up to sin, made up to disobey, then the enemy don't have to use the word if because now there's no wrestling in your spirit. What? There's no fight. There's, there's no. So now what has happened is he pulls off of your decision to be uh, firm in what it is that you have to do. Y'all going to get this in just a minute. This is why he went to Jesus and he said, if, because Jesus knew who he was, woman didn't. Lord have mercy. See, when you know who you are, when you, when you then understand that all things are passed away and behold, all things are become new. Your new mind says prophecy is for the believers. Y'all going to be all right. The old mind says, if this happens, but the new mind says it's going to happen. Lord Jesus, watch this. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. This is so powerful. Watch this. This word if, Lord have mercy on my soul today. This word if also means despite the possibility that the Holy Ghost is trying to shift your mindset today. He's trying to shift your mind into the mind of Christ because the mind of Christ understands prophecy, the mind of Christ. Why? Because Jesus was a prophet, is a prophet, and will always be the master prophet. I don't know nothing about nobody else, but he is the master prophet. And so because of this, he understands his responsibility. This is why he said, I came to what? Fulfill the law and the prophets. Because my response, if I did not, I need to do this for that to be fulfilled. And so he understood him walking into his condition. Y'all going to be all right. Watch this. This word if also means, it is such powerful. It means despite the possibility that, and no matter whether, what does that mean? <laughs> Despite the possibilities of what it looks like, oh God, my new mind, because I am a new creature, says it's going to happen. <laughs> It's going to happen. There is no doubt about it. There is no thinking despite of what I see. Because what you can see will keep your mindset in an old mindset. Lord have mercy. The reason why you have to have a new, your mindset has to be changed. Because what has happened is you have the ability to create what you desire to see. Y'all going to be all right in just a minute. You do. By the way, you think. Because, watch this. Remember now, if. If I then think like Christ, then what I see is not what it really is. I now need to begin to create what I need. Watch this. Despite the possibility that, this word if, despite the possibility that, no matter whether, no matter what I see, my new mind says it's that because I have a responsibility to God. Now, 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 now I'm, I'm trying not to preach because I don't, I don't want to do this. You, you have to look at how many times this word if is used in the Bible, which means that when you begin to look at this word if, it begins to tell you that there are conditions that needs to be met in order to do this. Now, when we go to second, when we go to second Chronicles, and y'all know the one that we always like to quote, second Chronicles, if my people are called by my name and humble themselves, let's go there right quick. Y'all going to be all right. In just a minute, let's go. Let's let's. Oh God, this this would this this where people this is where people miss it. The quote scripture. Watch this now, and, and I'm gonna teach this uh, because of the sickness that's in, in the land. Watch this. Second Chronicles. I don't really like to open my my brain up so, because the way the Lord has me thinking, it totally is different. But let's go to Second Chronicles. Uh, you hear the pages of my heart turning because. I absolutely love the word of God. Let's go to 2 Chronicle uh, 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 chapter 7 and verse 14. Shall we? Let's go there. It says, watch this. <laughs> if my people. There, that word if. If my people. In other words, this is a conditional clause. Watch this now. Now you have to understand, God is prophetic. So here you will see the spirit of God. Here you will see God prophesying. 
It's all right. Here you will see him prophesying. Watch this. Here's the prophecy. He will what? Heal their land. He will heal their land. What does God want to do? He wants to heal their land. God said, and when you understand prophecy and you understand the office of the prophet and you understand true prophecy, you never read in the Bible, in the New Testament, where anybody said God said, go look for it yourself. Go, go find it now. I want you to go in your Bible. And see, when you understand the dimension that you live in, when you understand the dispensation that you live in, a religious mindset will say, they ain't say God said. So it, see, you have to understand when you have the mind of Christ, you will hear the Holy Ghost speaking without a true authentic prophet saying God said. This is why if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature because the whole condition of your life has to change. The whole condition, the way you see has to change if the way you hear has to change if the whole trajectory of your life must change, but it's conditional. Go and look in the, in fact, Paul never quoted it. Y'all going to be all right. I'm a, that's another topic within itself. So it says here, what did Jesus say? Jesus said, I want to do what? Heal their land. Watch this. Watch the condition. If. If you, if you, if you, if my people, which are called by my name, shall what? Humble themselves and pray. Here is the condition right here. If you do this, not quote it. Uh-oh, wait a minute. What you say, Holy Ghost? We're so busy quoting scripture that we're not applying scripture. This is why the Bible said, be not hearers of the word, but doers of the word. Because doing the word begins to, it begins to keep us in a place where we are responsible to God. This is why prophecy can't be fulfilled. Because somebody then told us that when a prophet speaks, you sit around and twiddle your thumbs. You just sit around and you twiddle your thumbs. So now you got to unlearn that. So the prophecy can be fulfilled. You got to unlearn that mentality. Unlearn it. Somebody type in the word unlearn. Unlearn that word. Now, I want to speak something and I want to reveal something to you. Watch now. What are the conditions of the land being healed? Because I need you to understand the conditions of your prophecy. Somebody say, say it in your atmosphere. Personal prophecy is conditional. And because we have not held to our responsibility to move towards the prophecy in allowing the mind of Christ to grasp that his authentic prophets has spoken and there is no doubt in my mind that this person is an authentic prophet from God. I just got to change the way I do things because now I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do because my personal prophecy is conditional and I didn't know it because I took Deuteronomy 18.22 out of context. Y'all going to be all right. Watch this. If my people, which are what called by my name, if <laughs> shall humble themselves, y'all going to be all right when you hear this, and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. So now what happens, you have to do this. Here are the conditions to the fulfillment of the prophecy of the healing of the land. Y'all going to get this in just a minute. So now I got to unlearn what I learned to, for the fulfillment of the prophecy. So here is the condition. If I humble myself, if I pray, if I seek the face of God, watch this, and if I turn. So here are the four things that I have to do. I have to humble myself. I have to pray. I have to turn. Uh, I have to seek the face of God. I have to turn from my wicked ways. Watch this. Then. Okay. What? What you say, Holy Ghost? Then. Here is the condition. If and then. Y'all going to get this in just a minute. If and then. And you also have to understand, if and here, you also have to understand, if and obey, if you do this and obey. See, these are the conditions. So you have to unlearn what you learn for the prophecy to be fulfilled in your life. This is why the Bible said, be not only hearers of the word, but doers of the word. Because if therefore you are a new, if therefore you are in Christ, you are a new creature. All things are passed away. And I had to start with that scripture because the Holy Ghost needs you to understand that the cross-contamination of your mindset has to be resolved. It must be resolved in 2024. 
You are no longer there. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what you see. Remember now, you have the power to create. Y'all watch this. Watch this. Here is where we begin to get things twisted. <laughs> Y'all going to be all right. Watch this. It says, if and then. Remember now, Hezekiah, Hezekiah uh, needed something from the Lord. My bishop says something that was, he always says something that's powerful. And this is what we don't, we don't, we don't do this. He said, prophecy requires a response. Prophecy requires a response. Not only, watch this, not only, he says, when he said prophecy requires a response, my brain began to just, right? So I said, God, what do you mean prophecy requires a response? And the Holy Spirit of God said, Kenya, prophecy requires a response. But the response that it requires is based upon your understanding. I said, what? He said, the response that prophecy requires is based upon your understanding. I said, talk to me, Holy Ghost. So now response is something that the atmosphere, it understands. It understands response because when an earthquake happens, the earth responds. Y'all going to be all right. The earth is what? Waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. And so the earth, the atmosphere understands response, but it's how you respond to the prophecy that will help the prophecy to become fulfilled. Watch this. And the spirit of the Lord God said to me, Kenya, yes, prophecy requires a response, but how are you responding to the prophecy? And when you you respond to, so you got to respond with a new mind because if you be, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature, which means that how you respond can't be the way you used to respond. It's got to be a new kind of response. Okay. What you say, Holy Ghost, because the response to prophecy is an action. Y'all going to be all right. Not sitting around waiting for it to manifest. It is an action that you must take that against the odds that God's holy prophets have spoken. So now I've got to now just not be a hearer of what has been spoken. I've got to now apply principles. I'm trying to teach you something. Watch this. If my Hezekiah was healed. Why? Because he did something. His He did something. He applied something that he needed. He applied. He put an action towards it. He didn't just sit around. That's a whole nother topic. Watch verse 14 again. If and then. Somebody say if and then. Watch it. Then I will hear from heaven and do what? Heal their land. He going to do what? He's going to. That's a whole nother teaching within itself. Because it says. That he will hear from heaven, which means that if he heard, if he hears from heaven, that means that heaven has ears and heaven has a mouth. Y'all going to be all right. Heaven itself in the realm of the spirit has ears and it has a mouth. So your prayer goes into the ear gate of heaven. Heaven then speaks to God. Y'all going to be all right. Heaven then speaks to God. Y'all going to be all right. And he will what? Forgive their sins. And then he will hear their land. Y'all going to get this in just a minute. So now what has happened is... Is that when you unlearn yourself, you will know yourself. You have to unlearn yourself to know yourself. I got to go. Prophecy fulfills itself. Prophecy fulfills itself. When you begin, when you begin to, to do and your responsibility to God is upheld. See, because prophecy is for the believers. And this is why the enemy does not want you to do the word. He just wants you to be a hero. He don't want you to do it. Because if you do the word, then what happens is the responsibility of the prophecy begins to fulfill itself. Oh, God in heaven today. Prophecy begins to fulfill itself. As you begin to uphold your responsibility and accountability to the word of God, to God. This is how you begin, because let me tell you something, and let me just say this, because prophecy fulfills itself. You have to be so focused on your responsibility to God as his, as a new creature in Christ. Your mind must be renewed for your life to be transformed. End of discussion. That's just the bottom line. In order for your mind to be renewed, you must then study the word of God. You have to now apply the scriptures to your life. Why? Because God himself is time. 
and we can't time God. Lord have mercy. We can't time him. And because we can't time him, we never know what timing of the fulfilled prophecy, personal prophecy that we missed. Because we have not been in posture and in position to fulfill our responsibility to God. Because now we don't understand the conditions of the fulfillment. We have now allowed the timing of the personal prophecy to pass us by because now we won't uphold our responsibility as a new creature to God. Y'all gonna be all right. I, I know, I, I know, I, I know, I know. See, because prophecy fulfills itself when we're in the right when we're in the right posture and position. When we then begin to move in who we are. Because you have to learn who you are. You have to learn who you're not to become who you are. I'm say, you have to learn who you're not. Who are you not? I'm not that old person that I used to be. <laughs> learn who you're not to become who you are. Because when you learn that you're really not that person anymore, you will get rid of that person. Because some of you really don't know who you really were. Because if you knew who you really were, you wouldn't want no part of that person. <laughs> you, you really wouldn't. If you learn who you're, you got to understand. If you really knew who you were, you would not want any part of, I know I don't want any. The only thing I want to extract from who I was is a testimony. That's it. I don't, I don't want to, I, I, all things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. And so I got to unlearn some things in order to learn things. Because if prophecy fulfills itself, that means I never know the timing of the fulfillment. I have to be in position for the fulfillment. And the only way I'm going to be in position for the fulfillment is if I allow God and believe that he's ordered my steps. How do I do this? Because my mind must be renewed because prophecy is for the believers. Okay, I want you to go and study this word, if. It is a powerful, powerful word, if. Somebody say that word, if, again. I want to go back and we're getting ready to go. I, I, I have to go back to 2 Corinthians. I, I have to go back to the scripture because we've missed it. We've missed it so many times. And because we've missed it, what has happened is we have allowed the enemy. Y'all going to be all right. We have allowed the enemy to dictate to us if whether or not prophecy is going to come to pass. No, it's going to happen based upon what you do. If, therefore, if any man be in Christ, if he is what? A new creature. That means the words of God that have been spoken over your life, the prophecy, these personal prophecies and the, and the, and there are different types of prophecies. And when you understand the dimension of the prophetic, you'll get it. When you understand the dimensions of the prophetic, you'll get it, right? So now what has happened is God then sends his holy prophets to speak to who? The new creature. Lord Jesus, the new creature. The new creature. The enemy knows that there has been a prophetic personal word that's been spoken over your life to the new creature. Why? Because prophecy is for the believers. Y'all gonna get this in just a minute. So now the enemy wants to contaminate what's been spoken over your life. Because now you don't understand you're a new creature. How you used to think? No, what's been spoken over your life as a personal prophecy is not spoken to me mints. It me mints, like mints, it's not spoken to your old man. It's spoken to your new man. Oh God, let me just say this. Let me, let me say this. And I need to say this because if I don't say this, then... You'll continue calling yourself by who you used to be. You. You will, you will call yourself, if you are a new creature in Christ Jesus, stop calling yourself by your old name. What you talking about? See, my old name, my street name was Kitty. That was it. Kitty, that was it. Everybody knew Kitty. That was it. That was my street name, Kitty. If I'm in Christ Jesus, now some people who might know me from the past might call me Kitty. 
Uh, but they don't, no, no, they don't. They call me Kenya because they recognize the transformation. They, they see it and they recognize it. I don't, I don't, I don't, they will say, oh yeah, your name used to be Kitty, but they'll call me Kenya, right? You cannot, you cannot characterize your new name based upon your past. You can't do it. I don't care. So if you, if you are calling yourself by a name that you used to be to identify who you are, then your mindset hasn't been changed. Let me just say that right there. Because you have to understand the power in your name. If you are a new creature, then call yourself who God has called you to be. I had to, I had to say that. And the reason why I had to say that is because we have, we have to, our minds have to shift our minds. Y'all going to be all right. I had to say that. That was for, that was for somebody. <clears throat> that was for somebody. And the Holy Ghost knows exactly who it was for because there are over 100 people on this Facebook Live audio broadcast. And because there are over 100 people on this Facebook Live audio broadcast, there are many people who the Holy Spirit of God is speaking to. <laughs> so now what has happened is, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. If old things are passed away, behold, all things are become new. Let me get this, let me just say these and we're going to go. You have to learn who you are. I mean, you have to learn who you're not to become who you are. The way you think is holding up your prophecy. Unlearn yourself. See, you have to learn who you are. You have to learn who you're not to become who you are. So who are you not? Learn that person. Learn who you're not. I'm not broke. <laughs> Let me learn this. Because <laughs> if I learn it, <laughs> that means I've studied it. <laughs> and that's not who I am. To become who you are. So when you learn who you're not, you should have a change of mind. You have to learn who you're not to become who you are. Watch this. Then you have to unlearn yourself to know yourself. Unlearn yourself to know yourself. First, learn who you're not to become who you are, then you have to unlearn yourself to know yourself. Watch this. When you don't know who you are, you'll act like who you think you are. Remember now, prophecy fulfills itself. All of this is locked up into fulfillment of prophecy. Y'all gonna be all right. Remember, prophecy is for the believers. Remember this word, if, if you keep hearing this word, if, identify it, define it. In which way is it coming to you in your spirit? Hashtag 21, hashtag 21, consistency in any area develops strength. We are consistent in understanding in a whole nother way. That's, we are consistent in gaining and understanding in a whole nother way. Therefore, we are strong in the fulfillment of prophecy over our lives. We will not go to the, the grave won't speak for us. Unfulfilled prophecy won't speak because now we've tapped into a realm of the spirit the enemy never thought we would tap into. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Oh God. You're going to say something that's going <laughs> to mess up people. It's going to mess up people. Believe in God is enough, but apply him. Just don't believe God. Apply God. <laughs> Listen, you're sowing today. We sowed the seed of 21 here. I know it was a little, uh, it was, it challenged you today. It, it was supposed to challenge you today. It was, the, the word was supposed to challenge you today to help you think differently. You have to think differently because there's unfulfilled personal prophecies that are over your life that has been cross-contaminated with your old man. And it cannot be. Because it will never be fulfilled, you'll go to the grave with unfulfilled personal prophecy. And the new mind, the new creature receives the prophecy with the new mindset. That's all. You're sowing your seed today. We sow the seed of 21. If you can sow the seed of 21, and I say if, <laughs> if you can sow the seed of 21, then name it what you need. <laughs> name your seed because you know your need. Some of you can sow more than 21. About three of you can sow 121. If that be you, then sow it and then watch God. Watch the Lord. Name your seed. If that be you, name your seed. Then watch God. Meet that need. 
You're sowing today and the ways to give are on the screen. Whatever it is you have to sow. It might not be 21. You might be the one the Holy Spirit of God is speaking to with the 121. You might just have $2. The size of your seed will always meet your need when you sow from a heart that's willing to give. I love God for being who he is because God takes the simple things to confound the wise. I want to thank you for joining me on today on Key Powerments. I know that it was a different kind of teaching today, but that's just the way the Lord has my mind set up. And as you continue to follow, I guarantee you the way that the Lord has my mind set up, you will follow it. Just, just, just allow it to break down barriers and walls. Just allow the Lord to break down barriers and walls. Some of you can sow double today. Do it and watch God. I love you guys with the love of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and there is nothing that you can do about it. When I seek the face of the Lord for you to help you simplify your life with Christ, I'm telling you, it not only helps you, but it helps me, honestly. And I thank God for being who he is in your life, because truly, he is a God that says, I will send my prophets to speak a personal prophecy over your life. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about the personal prophecy that's been spoken over your life? Unlearn so the prophecy can be fulfilled until Friday morning at 5.45 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If the Lord says so, then I will be right back here with a word from the Holy Spirit of God. I want you to receive a blessed day to have a blessed day because you cannot have what you do not receive. Thank you for joining me on today.